Very good morning, afternoon or evening to everyone. Welcome, dear friends of SME Banking. My name is Lucas and you're listening to the first ever SME Banking podcast session series with global SME visionary bankers. These sessions are brought to you by AFMA and MasterCard as part of our global executive SME banking program. The main purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to some of the global SME banking leaders who we believe are shaping not just the future of SME banking, but the future of SMEs as well. Therefore, each podcast serves as a nomination for 2020 SME Banker of the Year Award. And during the upcoming 20 to 25 minutes interview, we'll try to bring you a closer perspective to the personality, leadership style, personal views, as well as a few best practices from our guest as significant leader in SME banking. Now, without any further ado, I guess we are ready to start. It's time to welcome our very first guest from Santander Bank UK, Susan Davis, who is a head of business banking. Susan, welcome. We are thrilled to have you with us. Oh, thank you, Lucas. So it's uh, fantastic to be here with you today. Thank you for inviting me. Very glad that you have found the time, you know, even during these very difficult times that we live in. But hopefully during the upcoming chat and the period that we'll have, we'll have some fun at least to, to think of a brighter future. Oh, I do hope so. I'm looking forward to the chat. So let me give a very short introduction to all our listeners about our first interviewee. At Santander Business, Susan is leading a highly motivated team across a national network trying to help people and businesses prosper. Through her career, Susan has worked across a variety of relationship and leadership roles in retail, business, and corporate banking, spanning over 25 years and has become a role model for women and a passionate advocate of career development. She's a confident speaker and engages audience on support for business, entrepreneurship, social enterprises, and empowerment. Outside of work, she's devoted to her family, loves to travel, is an avid runner, cyclist, and never misses a ski season. So Susan, I see that you are a very versatile personality in both personal and professional life, but can you share with us what brought you in the very beginning to the journey of being business banker or being a banker in general? Well, it takes me back to being a child because my father was a bank manager. He predominantly worked in rural branches across Scotland. Latterly in his career, he worked in the city, but um, predominantly in farming communities. And I do, I remember an early memory before I was 10, maybe eight or nine, visiting my father in his branch in the local town quite close to us. And just the sense of community that there was in the branch. There was all sorts of personalities that would come in. And it was a focal point for the town and the community, the branch and the bank. And it really struck with me at such an early age, you know, that sense of everyone supporting each other and coming together and looking out for each other. And even though that was through the power of banking, but it was that sense of community and everybody knew each other. And you'd often share stories of, of customers in a friendly way of how they would work together to look after each other and, and often being part of a farming community. It was quite compelling, that sense of community. Going a bit more into general questions about SME business and about SMEs globally, what role do SMEs play in the global economy from your perspective? 
Well, SMEs are the lifeblood of the UK economy. There are around 5.7 million SMEs in the UK, and they account for over 99% of all private sector businesses, employing a total of, of nearly 27 million. You know, that's 60% of all private sector employment, and a combined annual turnover last year was 1.8 trillion. But it, it goes without saying, there has never been a more fragile moment or period in SME's history, I guess. Certainly the last economic downturn, in fact, far worse than the last economic downturn. You know, SMEs have had to think about how they're going to adapt following and continuing through the COVID crisis. They're going to have to think about what survival looks like and the changing needs of customers as well. I mean, that's the big consideration in terms of consumers buying habits and they're going to have to think about their models and diversify accordingly. I mean, on a global basis, you know, the the story is quite similar. I mean, with SMEs accounting for around 90% of all businesses, two out of three jobs contribute half of global GDP. So the challenges are far reaching across uh, not just uh, Europe, but the global economy. So I think even when we look at the, um, you know, this moment in time and we'll look back in history at this moment in time, I think one area in particular that will be incredibly important, and that's entrepreneurship. It is vital, has always been vital in any economy, as it really does create wealth just for the entrepreneur, but for the associated businesses and industries. And we've seen some remarkable stories of innovation and entrepreneurship during this COVID crisis. But I think the place for continued innovation will definitely be here as we look to navigate through the next weeks, months and even years out of this crisis. From your perspective, what should be banks or financial institutions' ultimate goal in serving SMEs and why it should be banks? Well, it's a great question. I mean, I think, as I mentioned, uh, or you mentioned at the top of the interview, our purpose is helping people and businesses to prosper. And we live by this ethos every single day, and we continue to live by that ethos. You know, we have been impacted by not being able to serve our communities as openly as we were pre-COVID, with branches not being open and our business managers not being in branch. However, we have continued to offer service and support as many uh, of our colleagues, including my team, have adapted uh, you know, to work from home. Um, and that's incredibly important that that flexibility is there, that we're able to meet the needs of businesses, uh, whether it be face-to-face or indeed in a virtual way. And that's going to continue. And I anticipate that we'll see more and more virtual style connections with our customers but there is still very much a need to have that connection to be able to to give that support. And I think it isn't just about the traditional view of what a bank provides, the day-to-day banking, the transactional banking with the bank account and savings account. What we're seeing and certainly what businesses are looking for is that support that goes beyond the, the financial expectations, support, certainly about how to navigate, how to change their business models. We're running a series of webinars at the moment, connecting businesses, 
businesses thinking about setting up an online presence, taking payments, thinking about e-commerce, really beginning to navigate you know, through these changes and accelerate maybe plans that before they toyed with as having to adapt to changing consumer consumer demands. So, you know, the role of banks is is vital because they are so pivotal to be able to, you know, to be able to provide support beyond just the traditional mainstream products and services that banks were once only there to provide. Now, taking into consideration uh, as well the current situation that is happening in the global market, global economy. But at the same time, you know, looking a bit back before the whole crisis, what would be or what is, according to you, a major trend going on in the SME world that people, banks or uh, any institutions aren't talking about enough? I think probably one of the biggest trends is the ability for customers to digitally self-serve and be able to do that from the comfort of their own home or their own business premises. I see that as the trend that is non-reversible now. The expectation of, of all customers, business customers included, is you know, to be able to get real-time insights and information about their account and interact with the bank, quick turnarounds and decisions and accounts opened in a matter of minutes, not days or weeks. You know, I really see this as continued and fundamental shift of how an SME interacts with the bank. So omni-channel, you know, not just about face-to-face, but a number of options of how they interact. And I see that, you know, I see that only building and probably taking that one step further I think more and more customers will look to banks to be a platform and be able to access services beyond, as I mentioned previously, the traditional banking norms. So other services, it may be insurance, it may be almost all the needs that a business would require to run successfully, but not necessarily that you would expect to have traditionally been provided for a bank. So I think platform, uh, platforms in particular, and I think this ecosystem of being able to access a whole variety of services um, is going to be you know, the shifting change that, that we see uh, certainly throughout this year and um, into the future. Let's continue with this third part dedicated a bit to leadership questions or, you know, to you personally as a leader, Susan. So how is it in in your institution and what do you do to put SME banking among top priorities? Well, I think I've managed to do that without too much effort in the last three months. I think it's found itself as a top priority of the bank uh, because of the government schemes and the access to those schemes that SMEs need and require right now. But before that, I think it's fair to say we were building a lot of momentum with our brand, with our reputation, with being able to offer something unique and distinct in the UK SME business market. And what I mean by that uniqueness is not only having that branch coverage, so access to business banking managers, which in itself is quite unique in the UK market, 
still giving the customer choice how they want to be you know, served and serviced by the bank, but access to a manager, as well as the uniqueness around the proposition that focuses on non-financial support. And non-financial support was incredibly important before, but it's even more important now, where many businesses are thinking about how they form those connections, how they expand new markets, how they get access to support and expertise with everything from protecting the business, uh, thinking about cybercrime and cybersecurity, thinking about how they might expand into new markets, and that could be domestically or abroad, but also thinking about how they diversify their models and that's about their online presence in particular and that will become a constant theme and and trend certainly to the backdrop of the COVID crisis. So we've always had a reputation for being able to provide this non-financial support, this access to support. We call it breakthrough. We have a breakthrough program and it is a way of encompassing, it's like a really comprehensive range of support that we provide businesses which you know we're very focused on to you know be able to think about businesses that have all different types of needs entrepreneurial businesses female entrepreneurs businesses that are just past that initial stage of startup and beginning to grow and in partnership with our universities across the UK we have a big successful network of being able to connect emerging entrepreneurs from university incubators to come and start their banking in relationship with Santander as well. In terms of leading the team, what have you found to be particularly effective? Well, it's, I mean, it's been a very interesting period. We've come through a restructure of the team in recent months. So we have set up the new business banking team and in normal circumstances we would have had the team together we would have been doing a lot of face-to-face interaction to build rapport and get to know each other and understand how an effective team can work together we haven't had that opportunity of course to do that face-to-face but what we have been doing is taking You know, it's trying to take the very best of technology and use that in a way that allows us to build relationships and importantly, communicate. And communication is so important. It's important all of the time, but particularly at the moment, it's very important for regular communication. Um, and we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls. I think um, I think it's fair to say that is the uh, definitely the trend, the technology trend of 2020. But it does allow for that personal interaction and hopefully to um, you know build uh, build the rapport as well. Uh, professionally speaking, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> what are the top of mind concerns that you are having? But not just these days, but in general, you know, as a leader of SME banking team that is trying to help your clients. I think, Lucas, that that for me is quite an easy one to answer. It is making sure we get our customer support they really need at this crucial time. That is so important. We hear, you know, heart-wrenching stories 
of businesses really needing support right now. And, you know, every every customer that we help, uh, we're helping not just business, but quite possibly that community and that, that part of the economy. So it, you take that tremendously seriously and you take a lot of pride when you know that you and your team can make a difference. And we, we do see customers complain because they aren't being able to access support quickly enough. And that's not, you know, that's not unique to Santander. That's an industry-wide challenge we've all got because of you know, the pace of which these schemes were launched into the business, into the market. Um, having said that, when you do receive an email or, or, or feedback from a customer who has taken the time to write and thank you or your team about the difference that you made that you've made to their their lives, then that's very powerful, very very powerful, and that really does motivate you to do the very best that we can every single day to support our customers. We are here right now touching the very last part of questions dedicated a bit to your business at Santander Business UK. So firstly, is there, and if it is, what is the secret recipe that makes you and your bank ahead of the competition? Well, I think um, it's always putting the customer at the heart of what we do and always striving to do that and find ways of making that experience second to none. I think that is the one differentiator. The second one, I would add, is our people. I think our people have a remarkable energy and passion and want to you know, want to make a difference, either in their local community or as a collective, as a business across the UK serving SMEs. That's what makes a difference. What does differentiate us is the way in which we think about support for businesses beyond traditional banking services. I've touched on it before, but I do really believe that is one of the things that makes us so unique and so special. Now, if we are a bit concrete, would you be able to briefly describe the top three achievements or projects you want to highlight that you've delivered to your SME clients? that let's say were the most outstanding ones according to you? Yeah, I think, um, uh, I mean, last year we did the business banking switch, which was a scheme that was launched to really shake up and, and create competition in the market. And we did a remarkable job based on the uh, availability of those opportunities from RBS, William England's. But this year with business bank loan scheme, we have approved more than 2.6 billion of loans in a month, which is a phenomenal achievement. And that is helping thousands of SMEs, 96,000 so far, and leading a team entirely remotely. You know, so we've not been together. We've all done it from home offices, bedrooms, kitchens, whilst homeschooling and um, everything in between. So to have delivered that through exceptional circumstances is by far one of the proudest moments for me. Um, before that, of course, you know, we have you know, been really innovative. We've been innovative with our proposition. We were the first bank to launch cashback 
business current account one, two, three, and that really did and, and continues to shake up SME banking market, offering cash back and, and encouraging uh, business growth as the business grows and offering great value. And then uh, last year, we launched in the UK the Work Cafe. It opened in Leeds. Uh, it's a free workspace for entrepreneurs and SMEs, meeting rooms and business specialist support. So again, a unique proposition for the UK market. And I see a place for that in the future, very much so in the future, um, as we look towards you know different ways of socialising uh, with networks and creating spaces safely to be able to socialize as well. So those are my top three. Thank you so much. I think we are done with all the tough questions, so I'm not going to tease you here anymore. But um, let's go to a bit fun part. We call it quick fire interview or one word responses. So if you were to choose one of the following based on the feeling, performance or any criteria that you have in mind, what would it be? Are you ready for this? Yes. Cool. So let's start. Amazon versus Alibaba. Amazon. Cloud banking or data warehouse? Uh, cloud banking. I know you already mentioned this, but Italian coffee versus English tea? Oh, Italian coffee all day long. <laughs> Even as as an English person, right? <laughs> well, I'm I'm Scottish, uh, so um, and and I don't have a love for tea at all, Lucas. I'm afraid, uh, so it's coffee all the way for me. <laughs> bank as a business partner or bank as a financial partner? As a business partner. Responsible SME banking versus sustainable SME business model. Sustainable SME business model. A sport or movie? A movie. Separate SME bank or strong SME banking department? A strong SME uh, bank department. And one last question, in-house solutions or rather partnerships? Partnerships. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Susan, even for these quick fire decisions that you have to make during the questions. So before we close up this round, I'd like to ask you, what is the life motto that you keep telling to yourself every morning or every day when serving your purpose and serving your SME clients as a banker? Ah, yes. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today. I think for me, it's about focus on the things that matter. Focus on the things that make a difference. Focus on the things that are important. Quite often we get distracted with many things that really don't make a difference. Be clear on your vision. Be clear on your purpose. And as I say, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today to deliver that vision and purpose. And that's been Susan Davis, Head of Business Banking at Santander Bank UK. Susan, thank you very much once again for having you with us today. It's been a huge pleasure to get to know you, your role at Santander Bank UK, and obviously the effort that you are trying to do in the SME banking space a bit more. Lucas, thank you. Thank you so much. And as mentioned in the very beginning, this has been our first episode and our first nominee 
for the EFMA MasterCard SME Banker of the Year Award to be presented at World SME Banking 2020 once the situation will allow us. Thank you all for listening to us today, and I hope that we were able to bring you a bit of inspiration, insights, and fun. Wishing you all a wonderful day, and stay tuned for our next episode.